0: Hi, this is Michael Graves, and you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com. Hello, my friends. I am Fabio Fritzi, and we are listening to Without Your Head Radio. Girlfriend and your best friend Okay, everybody dies, but I don't wanna be a dead eye no more Then if we never going what it used to be I don't wanna be a dead eye no more Come on, Ash, now you can set us free I don't wanna be a dead eye no more Day Day by day, day. just take the wait for me We're gonna get you
1: We're gonna get you Not another peep
0: It's time to go to sleep I you get me Why you get me Not another key It's time you go
1: to sleep But I don't want to be a dead eye no more never come see what you're
0: I want to be a dead eye no more I don't want no to be, no be a dead eye no more Dead by God just ain't the way for me No, dead by God
1: Welcome to the station of Decapitation Without Your Head. I'm Nasty Neal. I'm joined by acoustic horror punk artist, Jessa Lantern. It's very cool to have you here. Hello, everyone. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. So how would you describe your music to someone who has not listened to Jessa Lantern yet?
0: I like to say that it kind of sounds like a cabaret in a graveyard, um, mixed, (laughs) mixed with, um, like it has horror punk energy, but coming from an acoustic guitar and a solo act. So yeah. yeah.
1: Why, why acoustic?
0: I've been playing guitar since I was 12 and it was always just easier to be a solo act. And, um, I guess it's, it's really the only thing I know <laughs> other than singing. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I've had um, some recordings with some backing bands in the past, but as far as performing, it's always just been so much easier to book shows solo. You know, I can fly different places and I don't have to ask for other schedules and practices and things like that. It's always just been easier to be independent like that.
1: Yeah. It's also unique. No, thank you. <laughs> so what's the origin of the Jessel Lantern name? I assume you weren't <laughs> born Jessel Lantern.
0: I was not. Well, my name is Jess. That, that, that okay. part is correct. It didn't, didn't stretch too far from that one. Um, actually, it was, um, know, I'm trying to remember how many years ago now, but um, I was dating this guy, and he was creating an Xbox handle, and he wanted to know if I wanted one and i was like i'm never going to use xbox cuz i'm just going to watch you play video games but cuz i don't really i don't really play video games much um but he basically was like well you should think of something spooky cuz you like horror stuff and i'm like yeah <laughs> and he's like but it should it should have your name and so he just kind of he just kind of came up with it um and I I liked the sound of it. It had a nice ring to it. Um, and like later on, I ended up using it as my Instagram handle when I first got Instagram. And uh, like, it kind of grew into having its own meaning outside of the fact that he just randomly came up with it. Um, you know, kind of like seeing the light in the darkness and, you know, trying to be an optimistic presence uh, when most uh, most accents of the genre are very, you know. I'm spooky and look at me be spooky, and it's very much like, "Hi, I'm Jess, and I'm very happy and bright, but I look like a dead girl."
1: Has yeah, <laughs> have you ever, uh, or anyone else, made a dressel lantern with a pumpkin?
0: Oh, like like with the logo, with the yeah, spiral no, like, and all that. Yeah,
1: like a like a like a jack o' lantern, but a dressel lantern. So either in your image or your logo or somehow involving you.
0: I don't if they have I haven't seen it or I don't I honestly don't remember. I know I mean carving a spiral into a, a pumpkin you'd have to be like really skilled. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't I am horrible. I'm actually ironically horrible at carving pumpkins. So okay. <laughs> So yeah, I don't I don't think so. That's a that's a challenge I guess for somebody though.
1: Someone could cheat and just paint it.
0: True. They could
1: i <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just to talk about pumpkins uh, do you do anything special for Halloween?
0: when it's on uh when it's on a weekend i'm able to but like i'm i'm one of those boring grown-ups who you know moonlights as a musician <laughs> so when it's when it's on a weeknight it's really tough i, t- I tend to just kind of watch hocus pocus and and trick-or-treat um set out candy for kids like i I decorate our stoop like crazy because i live in new york city so we don't have a a yard to decorate or haunt or anything but i definitely bring out all my decorations to the front steps and like my lights and everything and and set up a little spooky staircase i guess you could say (laughs) yeah
1: that's cool so you said you started playing the guitar at 12 when did you start to sing
0: oh man i was like (laughs) i was like i was really little um i remember annoying my older brother by running around singing disney songs and like stealing his cds and trying to learn how to riff and belt like you know (laughs) (laughs) they did in the
1: movies (laughs) so uh when when did you start to get into like uh, horror music
0: Oh, well, when I was 18, I started working at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios because I'm originally from Florida. And um, it kind of became my life. Uh, it was the first job I ever had. And I was just kind of really in, uh, enveloped in the horror culture down there um, as far as haunts and haunted houses go. And obviously horror movies, I, I grew up not really being allowed to watch horror movies. And ironically, ironically, I wasn't even allowed to trick or treat when I was a kid. So Mm -hmm. like, I guess I'm kind of making up for lost time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I think being in Halloween Horror Nights and just being in that horror culture um, made me look out for other, other types of horror acts outside of just film and haunted houses. And that's pretty much when I discovered you know, horror punk. When I discovered other horror bands, I I had been listening to the Misfits. You know, when I was younger, I got into punk music when I was about thirteen, um, and so they were kind of like Misfits and like old AFI, and like that was kind of my introduction to to horror punk. But I didn't really start researching other bands and looking them up until so I was about eighteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, unfortunately, a while
1: ago. <laughs> well, probably a lot longer for me, but the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so so you so you weren't allowed to watch horror movies uh, when you were a kid. Uh, what what does your family think of uh, of just a lantern? You know, it's funny
0: because now I'm like I'm 31 now, and so my my folks have kind of backed off on on the you can't celebrate Halloween because <laughs> they know yeah. you know I'm yeah. I'm gonna be who I am no matter what. And honestly, at the end of the day, um, like all my dad really cares about is if I'm happy. And I I actually went to visit him last yeah. year and um i i showed him pictures and video of some of my shows and and he's freaked out by it he's a little off put by the the makeup and everything but uh-huh. he's happy that i'm singing and that i'm performing that's he knows that that's what i wanted to do since i was little so he's just he's proud of me for just doing it in any way that i can
1: <laughs> so did the makeup come from uh doing the haunts
0: oh yeah it was a combination of um, working in haunted houses and being on a Rocky Horror Picture Show shadow cast, actually. Oh, very cool. Um, uh, yeah, because I um all the haunt makeup and all like the contouring and the skull face and things like that, I learned from working at the haunt and just watching the other makeup artists. But like the 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 boobs, <laughs> the contour and everything, totally just learned how to do that from drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a combination of rocky horror and 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 halloween horror nights for sure
1: yeah now were you on were you part of the uh the rocky horror Shadowcast?
0: in orlando i was yeah for about four years
1: uh oh, okay. the rich Rudos. <laughs> oh uh, did you have a uh, particular character you played or did you play different ones
0: um i did magenta a couple of times um we had a character named trixie though that was my absolute favorite because she wasn't a character who was actually on screen She's like a character that usually only shows up on, uh, in shadow casts. She's like the cigarette girl who like walks around selling prop bags and things like that. But we, um, we let her choose her costume every, every night. So like I would get to be more creative and I would do like zombie Trixie and I would do like like vampire Trixie and like all these different, you know, excuses to dress up basically, um, and dance to science fiction double feature.
1: (laughs) Yeah yeah i went to uh they do it every uh, saturday here in boston uh i forget a m c uh lowell theater and uh, nice. i went to it a couple times it's it's so much fun i've i've been to other ones uh in uh i forget atlanta maybe but uh it, no, it was like somewhere in kentucky but uh yeah it's a it's, it's a really fun time and everyone's always uh a uh, very uh, welcoming institution.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. I remember I went to see the New York cast um when I first moved here too and I just started shouting out all the Orlando cast uh audience participation lines and everybody was just freaking out because they hadn't heard those lines before. <laughs> it's just fun. It like it brings people together and they like they learn different like AP lines and stuff from other casts and it just makes it more fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. You still ever uh, uh do that or go to them?
0: I haven't been in like a good while, unfortunately. Yeah. I was just talking about this at my birthday party actually cuz um some of my friends sang like three um uh Rocky Horror songs back to back at karaoke and we were all running around doing the choreography. It was really fun. Do
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have a favorite song from from Rocky Horror?
0: Probably Sweet Transvestite. It's just yeah, so I dramatic.
1: <laughs> yeah i did karaoke once and the person and before me sang that and they were in full uh you know costume and i was just like i should just <laughs> give up I, and I, you know i can't follow this <laughs> it's so
0: epic you know because everybody does time warp that's that in science fiction too like those those are kind of overdone at that point but you gotta you gotta bring out the, the g sweet tea. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so you mentioned the misfits. Who are some of um, when you discovered the horror punk side? Who would you say are some of the uh, the influences for your own stuff?
0: As far as from horror punk bands specifically, yeah,
1: yeah, or anything really.
0: Um, because I was just say I, I one of my biggest influences. She's not a horror punk act at all. Um, but Amanda Palmer and the Dresden Dolls really played a role in the the dark cabaret aspect of it. The more um, like. I guess smoky vocal and belting and things like that. Um, but still adding a punk energy to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, AFI has always been my absolute favorite band. I know they've got through so many different transformations over the years, but like Black Sails in the Sunset and, you know, the art, art of drowning and, you know, the, that, that whole era was when I really got into them and they really changed how I looked at music and how I wrote music too.
1: Mm-hmm. So you uh you write all your original uh, music.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. So do you I, I don't want to say favor, because you can't pick your favorite, but you know, what what are some of the tracks that you would say is like most personal to you?
0: Most personal. Oh man. I mean, I on <laughs> off my first album, I really I don't play most of them anymore because of that reason. Oh. Um <laughs> yeah, I mean there's there's a lot. I know I, th- I think I want to say "Miss Monster" is probably the most personal song that I've ever written, and I, I, I very rarely ever play it, um, because it's you know it's about um, it's about anxiety and panic attacks and things like that, and having like feeling like there's a monster inside of you and you can't control it and you can't do anything, and it just kind of shows up whenever it feels like and feeling like powerless. So it, it takes a lot out of me to be able to do that one. And I have to be in like a right environment, the right audience, the right sound set, like everything has to be, yeah, I could play this song and it'd be okay. Like people will listen to me, you know, cause you don't, it's really tough to be solo as it is, but it's even more difficult to be like just pouring your heart out and having nobody listen to you. <laughs> so Yeah. so Sometimes I really got to kind of, play the play the audience and and feel feel out the room and and you know the circumstance, and I'll change my set list on the fly sometimes if I feel like I can get away with something or hey, maybe I shouldn't or maybe I should do something else <laughs>
1: yeah. were you always uh were you always cool with uh being on stage
0: I mean, I still get nervous every time I get on stage i, I mean i I feel like the moment that a performer doesn't get nervous they've they've become too complacent. Like they they have to keep challenging themselves to be better and to do things that scare them, um, <laughs> because as soon as you're like, no, nah, I got this, like that's when people stop listening to you. They're like, yeah. oh, they're doing that again.
1: Yeah, that's my
0: opinion at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. So, do you have you ever run into any problems being a solo female act uh, at shows with either fans oh. <laughs> or other musicians? To um, run venues, I guess.
0: Could you could you be more specific? Because
1: I think I know what you're saying, but I want to make sure before I reply. Oh yeah, I guess like any creepy people, or you know, uh, uh, (laughs) creepy in a bad way, not creepy, (laughs) creepy in a bad (laughs) way. (laughs) I mean,
0: yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, especially like when I first started playing, I would get a lot of. Oh, are you the merch girl? Or oh, you're the girlfriend? Or oh, you have to pay to get in? And like, and I actually would get stuck outside of venues before because I didn't have a ticket. Because I'm like, oh, I'm playing, I'm not holding somebody else's guitar. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I definitely would get that. Um, like, I it's an unfortunate level of condescension that happens because I'm also very small. I'm only five three, and so like, I'm already. I'm going to look up at people to talk. So like people just kind of assume oh, how cute she's going to she's going to sing songs about butterflies and, you know, flowers and, you know, this little tiny girl with an acoustic guitar. And then what I get the most often is that a sound tech would just be mad at me because they assumed that I wouldn't have a big voice and they would just set all my levels really high because they would think that I would need... And then as soon as I start my set, they're like, oh my God, ah! And then all like, freak out. One of my favorite things, actually, is to just watch the reactions of the ones who were mean to me at the start, just to be like, oh, oops, I should have been nice to her. She's actually, uh, she's singing. She's not just whispering into a mic.
1: <laughs>
0: not to say that there's anything wrong with whispering into a mic, but like I have had those those elements of, I don't know what to expect. Like I hear that a lot. Actually. That's, that's the number one thing. I didn't really know what to expect. (laughs) I like surprising people. I like hearing Uh, that at the end of a set.
1: (laughs) uh, How did your recent show go in uh, in Clifton, New Jersey?
0: Oh, that one was good. Yeah. Um, played with, uh, devil in the Belfry and, uh, Singaya and zombie mafia. There's a bunch of like local bands from New Jersey in that area. And I, yeah, I, I've never been um, to that venue before, but it's nice. I feel like it's um, kind of an up and coming at this point. I feel like there's going to be a lot more shows happening at that venue. I'm, I'm hoping.
1: <laughs> how, how, what's the difference between uh, the New York area and Florida as far as um, your genre of music? Are there more or less places to, to play?
0: There are. It's weird. As far as like places to play, it seems like it's almost equal. Um, it's, it's more difficult to find like a, like a venue that will open itself up to lesser known bands in Florida, just because they, they're more about tourist acts. If it's an actual venue, like with a stage and everything, if it's just a bar with like a PA set up in a corner, then like anybody can play, you know? Um, I found it easier to get gigs up here though, than I did down there and I didn't actually start playing as Jess of Lantern until I was in New York City. Um, so I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. The other bands that I was in um, were, like, I was in, like, actual full bands that were getting, you know, uh, booked through other processes, and that wasn't an independent act back then. So I don't really know, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, the Bare Bones album, um, is there a connection between the, the, the tracks on uh, on it?
0: A connection oh like is it a concept album
1: yeah or just uh is there any particular reason why these tracks are on this album i guess um or are these just new ones you wrote
0: I, well, I guess kind of a combination i i knew that i wanted bare bones to be an all acoustic album that's i mean hence why i called it bare bones <laughs> um because what i was what i was experiencing at shows was Oh you know we listened to your stuff on on Bandcamp and then you played in your acoustic I thought you were going to have a full band and it was very it was kind of misleading and I didn't want to mislead people into thinking that I was a full band you know cuz mm-hmm. yes it's great to have a studio band and and you know really be able to have a fully realized version of a song which is great um but for myself and as an as the integrity of the artist I want to be able to have a product that matches what you see on stage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I focused what songs will be good standalone as just acoustic songs, like what songs don't need a full band to back them up and they could just be strong on their own. And those were the ones that made it onto bare bones.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of the deadite song. Uh, I don't want to be a <laughs> deadite. It's very fun. Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I assume you're an Evil Dead fan.
0: Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> well,
1: what are what are you? What are some of your favorite horror movies?
0: <laughs> I mean, I. It's so weird because I don't like a lot of modern horror at all. Uh-huh. I'm so picky about it. I think my favorite is probably '80s puppet horror. Like that's my that's my subgenre. Um, like anything that came. Movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, Puppet Master was fun, but like even, even then, like just, just that, that element of kooky, but still scary. Like it's almost just like dark comedy almost. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why Evil Dead 2 is definitely my, my top favorite. I did like Trick or Treat though, as far as a modern horror, that's like as modern as I get because Sam is just so adorable. And I love that storyline behind, you know, keeping the jack-o'-lantern lit. Like I can, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, the evil dead too it's almost like a like a cartoon come to life it
0: is oh my gosh yeah it totally is <laughs>
1: yeah it's just non-stop craziness it's very funny <laughs> yeah. now do you have a preference between running or shambling zombies oh man
0: you know i used to work at a haunted house in uh uh-huh. here in in the city um and we actually when we had auditions we would ask you know, which, which would you prefer the running or the shambling? And huh. they would audition with both just to see if we could pick, you know, which one worked better.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I gotta say, I'm a I'm a sucker for the classic shambling. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. yeah okay. Cause I mean, you're, you're a zombie. Your blood is coagulated. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the, I know there's other schools of thought as far as like, Oh, there's a virus and it makes you extra move, like move extra fast. And I just, uh-huh. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an old lady. I like my classic zombies.
1: <laughs> okay. uh, do you have a favorite haunt haunted house?
0: Oh man. I mean, I'm totally biased towards Halloween Horror Nights, but that's not a haunt. That's multiple haunts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess I don't, I've, I've been to a lot. Um, I've been to a couple of different ones like across the country and I just, I, I can't, everyone has their own, charm and their own unique nature <laughs>
1: uh, i've only been to to a couple but i, I was a big fan of haunted overload in, in new hampshire if you ever get a chance to go with it, it was uh it, it was voted best haunt a few years ago it's a it's, it's really fun nice it's in it's in like a an apple orchard or something and then they work On. all year <laughs> put together and it's pretty wild do you have any uh do you have any thoughts uh do you know of uh, manor and do you have any opinions on it
0: that's the haunt that's like the extreme haunt right yeah, the, yeah. oh yeah, yeah.
1: A documentary
0: oh yeah yeah. i've seen those documentaries he, he's had a couple of do- they've been featured in a couple of them i think
1: yeah yeah
0: i mean there's a place for every form of entertainment i feel like and i know that like is a broad statement but i feel like if somebody is entertained by it and it doesn't actually hurt anybody it doesn't cause any harm irreparable damage or any like unwanted effect you know then uh, then it's good know you know about, if it, yeah. but McKinney just pushes so many they push so many boundaries and that's that's great that they push boundaries and if that's what people want good for them personally I would never go through with that that's (laughs) but that's just because I bruise like a peach and I cry and i like like I'll go through a haunt but if somebody physically grabs me I I will shut down like physically grabs me in in like a contact haunt that's one thing because I've been through haunts that are like full contact supposedly you know they'll like grab your arm or something but like Pulling my hair and slamming my head into a wall Is a little bit different Yeah that's a little different right. Yeah like I don't really want my teeth kicked in For the sake oh, of you know no. The can that's of dog food it. that will go to the The donation
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool that he does it that way, though. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't get money from it; and he takes it. Yeah, out. I
0: think that's uh, really I, cool that he does that, and he, it's actually a, like a truly nonprofit haunt. Like that's that, and and to be that big on still running on just donations of dog food, like that's yeah.
1: that's pretty wild. Yeah, I had him on the show, and he's he seems like a very nice guy, but uh, yeah, I don't it's know. eerie that's how he switches. Cool. <laughs>
0: does he seems like a real generous like kind guy and it's just so odd that he's able to switch a light and and just change like that you know good for uh-huh. him as a performer
1: <laughs> uh, he tried to get me to go out there but i was like no i mean nothing what? nothing he's nothing he's gonna say he's gonna convince me to do that
0: nope 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 <laughs> i would <laughs> save word before the onesie was even on
1: <laughs> so- So how did you, uh, who, who, uh, came up with your logo?
0: Oh, I got two of them actually. Um, which, which one are you uh, talking about?
1: (laughs) Oh, explain both of them.
0: Well, the, the pumpkin, um, I had a concept for it in my head and I'm horrible at drawing. And, uh, my boyfriend, Brendan Taylor is awesome at drawing. And so he does a lot of, um the he he designed the pumpkin artwork and he does a lot of artwork for me as far as um like i need to spec a size spec an image to to something and i don't know what to do and like he'll he'll help me you know prepare my merch to have an order otherwise i wouldn't know what to do so i'm I'm very thankful for him helping me um but really all i wanted with the with the pumpkin is that i wanted it to be a a jack-o'-lantern obviously but i didn't want it to look like every other jack-o'-lantern and when I was in my previous bands, I had always done my makeup with a little spiral on my eye, almost like a like an Egyptian, like Eye of Horus kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I would I would do that spiral, and that kind of became one of my trademarks. And then I stopped doing that when I started doing the Jaisalinder makeup, but I wanted to maintain that in some way, so I decided that okay, it's a o and with a spiral eye. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, to me, it almost looks like a monocle, a spiral. Yeah, monocle. it does. It
0: could. It definitely looks like that too. Which also kind of plays into the cabaret aspect too, because it's a that's very true. dapper skeleton. It's a very, very dapper yeah.
1: <laughs> and I like the the new ones with the uh, with the Ouija board. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um. That's all Emilio Menzi. He's he's the one who did my skeleton logo for Bare Bones. He did the artwork for Bare Bones oh, nice. as well. Um. And basically, we just wanted to create a glow in the dark model kit, um, mm-hmm. and we actually had talks about creating an actual model kit too that does glow in the dark. Oh, and you actually yeah. built, yeah. I I never got around to actually doing that part, but but yeah, I just with with bare bones and the whole theme of like you know stripping the songs down and into its basic form. I was like, well, what if you just like take my skin off and make me into a skeleton, like keep my hair? I want to have, I want a cute hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's basically what Emilio did, and he drew the the chest piece makeup that I do onto a skeleton, and yeah. it's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Well, my bro- I have an older brother, and nine years older, so. He had those uh, glow-in-the-dark uh, model kits from the 70s of, like, the uh, the Universal Monsters. Like, oh, uh, nice. They're pretty sweet, yeah. That's awesome. Have you ever used a Ouija board?
0: Um, I, As soon as you said that, I look up in my closet at the box that I have that has a Ouija <laughs> board in it that I've legitimately never opened. Oh,
1: okay. um, I,
0: I I have it. I found it at... Um, at a Goodwill for a dollar. And I was Mm. like, I have to take this home because it needs a good home. (laughs) We've, I mean, I've, I've opened it to, to, um, you know, to inspect it, to make sure it was still there. But it's, it's just funny because every time I've, I've talked about using it, Brendan's like, no, we can't use that in the house. (laughs)
1: Uh (laughs) But he's
0: like, he's into supernatural stuff too. But every time I've gone to you, he's like, this is, this is a bad idea. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 And I think, uh, Maybe it's only tarot cards. I don't think you're supposed to use like found tarot cards that were used by someone else. But uh, I don't know. There's something about like there's supposed to be like spirits still in it if it if it was used by somebody else. Yeah, but that's like why it. it's
0: like I found it at a goodwill. I was like oh, somebody didn't want this. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have used a Ouija board though, and it was. Uh, I-, I don't believe any of that kind of stuff. But we actually got actual results, and it did make me uh, wonder about it. So it was, uh, it was oh, pretty man. interesting. Yeah, we, used one, we used one once in Salem. Salem at midnight on Halloween. Perfect recipe. Yeah. <laughs> and that time we got no results whatsoever. It didn't move. But, That's because
0: all those spirits <laughs> are on holiday. That's just, <laughs> they're one day off. They're like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. Don't summon I, me right I, now.
1: <laughs> I right, right. just thought it was too cliche. It's like, come on, yeah right <laughs> yeah. so i uh well i actually uh for people who are interested uh where can you get your merchandise?
0: um I have a big cartel um when you search uh Jesso lantern on big uh big cartel, I don't have this dress in front of me actually I can't remember because it's it's like dot big cartel dot lantern, but I always dyslexia that and make it flip <laughs> it's one of those two um that is where you can get my physical CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I have a couple of, uh, I think my shirt, uh, one of my shirts is up there right now. Um, I don't have very many of those ones left though. Um, I've been taking most stuff down off of my big cartel lately though because I haven't had enough stock. Um, I mostly sell my stuff at, at the merch tables at shows, but, um, Anytime anybody wants things like patches or like pins or like little stuff, if they just send me a message on Facebook, I can work something out.
1: <laughs> well, I might get a patch because I, uh, I have a horror pat a poor horror hoodie that put patches on. So. Nice. It's, it's, as you should. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, so a com.
0: You looked it up for me.
1: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> Thank you. You're Everyone else knows it. I'm I'm the horrible person. <laughs> Would
1: you say more people uh, get digital or physical copies of the music?
0: Um, I feel like physical. Actually, people uh-huh. people like having something to hold. It's it's. Yeah. I have download cards that I sell on my table too, um, and like a big conventions and things like that, those go really well because people are already carrying around so much stuff that they like don't want to add more to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like people buy more CDs than they do downloads. Yeah, that's cool.
1: So, um, what, what, what are some of your favorite venues that you've been to you've performed at? Oh man.
0: Um, I gotta, I gotta think for a second. I mean, I, I've played so much at my at local venues that, like, I don't, really, I don't really like playing at the really big ones as much as I do playing at the little basement ones. Like, I think one of my favorite places to play is actually kind of new, uh, at least in my book. Uh, there's a place in Brooklyn called The Nest, and I just, I've only played there twice, I think, but just the energy is just so nice there everybody's just so happy they're all just stoked to be there they're like we're in a basement we're gonna listen to some punk rock and it's awesome like everybody's just so happy um and you know frequently at shows it's kind of like oh i'm at a bar oh there's loud music uh when is my friend's band playing and like and then they leave (laughs) or like they'll ask the the door person when is this band playing i only want to see them you know and it's like depressing um so yeah, I mean, I've, I I like the nest. I've played at um, you know places around around out at for, for conventions and things like that too. That are just convention shows are another beast entirely. Like,
1: <laughs> so is that like a horror movie convention or what's a convention show?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's either a horror convention, a haunt convention, a comic con. I've, I've found like a niche almost playing these shows because I'm solo and I can just hop on a plane or a train and just go play by myself. And, um, I mean, I, the most recent one that I played was, uh, two weeks ago, I think, uh, the beginning of June, I played at X-Fest in Chicago. Um, and it's an X-Files convention.
1: <laughs> oh, really? That's pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that one's not even a horror convention, but like, yeah. There's still, there's still like, there was a great response to it. And I played at, um, at Horror Hound and that's actually how I got X-Fest because the guys who were running X-Fest, um, saw my set at Horror Hound. So it's just kind of like you play one and then it kind of helps you along the other path.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Horror Hound, that's one of the, the major, uh, horror movie conventions, horror conventions.
0: Yeah. I, I love Horror Hound. That was, that was a great experience,
1: so oh, um who do you uh well, so when you're on the road if you're the flying or take a train or whatever um do you have any uh any stories for, from being on the road
0: oh man um <laughs> well i mean most recently the the one that i always seem to get is is it a guitar or is it a upright bass <laughs> when i when i have my guitar on my back because I'm 5'3", when I have the guitar on my back, apparently people think that it is an upright bass that I'm carrying on my back. (laughs) So, like, my favorite so far that's just, like, an unbelievable situation was that I I bought a ticket, a train ticket, like an Amtrak ticket, name drop Amtrak right now, that I bought the ticket to go upstate and play this Halloween um, convention in the Catskills. Mm-hmm. And they told me that I had to buy another ticket for my quote bass guitar. <laughs>
1: really?
0: I was like, I was like, what? Because I'd already bought the tickets, and and I wasn't yeah. getting reimb I wasn't getting reimbursed or anything. I was like, um what? <laughs> Cause I, I checked, you know, like, Hey, can I bring a guitar? Can I put it in the overhead? And everything was fine. But this person was just like, you're carrying an upright bass. That's not allowed. <laughs> I had to open the guitar in the checker. And I'm like, listen, it just looks like it's bigger because it's next to me for comparison. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, that's, they're silly things, but like it is difficult to carry, you know, and, and to, Along with my merch and stuff too, like flying, I have to I, I baby it and I take it with me on in the plane and it's it's tough sometimes trying to convince people that yes, it will fit in the overhead.
1: <laughs> yeah. then, uh, I I feel bad now for bass players because apparently they have to buy an extra one. Right?
0: I know. I had no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. so any bass players out there listening, maybe you should uh, switch over to the guitar. <laughs> save yourself some money on the, on the train. <laughs> so uh, where, uh, when you mentioned, um, uh, where you get your merchandise, where can people find Jessal lantern? If they want to find out what you're up to, uh, how do you get your music?
0: Uh, I'm on my Facebook, facebook.com slash lantern. I'm, uh, Jessel lantern at Instagram as well. I have, you know, there's there's no hyphens allowed on Instagram. <laughs> um I have uh, my music on Bandcamp as well at gesso lantern.bandcamp.com. That one does have hyphens though. Um yeah, that's where I stream all my music. If I put up if I record a cover for fun, like where I recorded a Sharing Needles cover the other the other day. or oh, a oh, couple couple weeks ago I guess, but anytime any time that I have time to do that, I'll post those up there just for fun.
1: Um. Yeah. Which one's that? Is it uh, "Dead Girls Never Say No"? Here I'm looking at your page.
0: Nah, that was the older one. I actually, yeah, Yeah, I recorded Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like I don't really play those live. I played Dead Girls a couple of times back in the day, but like I don't really play covers unless it's a specific circumstance. um, Just because it's easier for me to remember my own songs.
1: (laughs) Right yeah very cool I uh that's awesome and uh i love your stuff uh it was a couple years ago um when we were doing um the the horror movie uh horror music saturday night show and uh i got one of your tracks and i listened to it and i was like oh that's awesome and uh it was cool to have you as music of the month last uh last month because i think at that time you only had like a couple tracks but now there's enough stuff that we could uh dedicate the month to you
0: i appreciate it (laughs)
1: Yeah, and actually, someone—I'll tell you how fair. Someone had contacted because they wanted to know uh, they were interested in and um, in seeing if you'd be interested in going. I'm uh, playing at a convention, actually. <laughs> see <laughs> yeah. what what convention? Was, what was that? You know, for some reason, I guess your music just fits the convention. See, <laughs> do you remember what convention it was? Uh, I'll, uh, it's in the email. Say, I think it's uh, actually somewhere in New Jersey. I think. How convenient!
0: You should send uh, that to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a friend of mine who uh, I've had on the show. He's a, I think he's a guest there, and he listened to the the program and he heard the song. And he liked it. And he was going to, uh, uh, he was going to, um, uh, send it over to the send your name over to the convention people because he thought it was a good fit.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love, like I said, I love playing convention shows. It's just, there's so much energy. Everyone's so excited. Like I have, I have one that's pending right now and I can't, I already signed the contracts, but I can't announce it. And it's driving me insane because I'm really excited and I want to announce it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly. It's like, if I get a guest or something, I always want to say right away, but I better, Better way. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: I'm like checking the, I, I've no doubt, I've actually been checking the website and refreshing it every day like a total nerd and just being like, am
1: I not yet? No. Ah, oh, man. Am I not today? <laughs> no. Ah. Oh. <laughs> a total dweeb. <laughs> <Do> you think, <laughs> would you think having the, the persona, I would think obvious, this is an obvious question, but having the persona also helps because uh, not only is the music good, you know, it's a uh, it's part of the part of the event you get to see someone up there and make up and uh, and, and performing the the music like a, yes, you know, a yeah yeah
0: there's a theatricality to what I do and I, I, I always wanna maintain that. Even if it means doing my makeup in the backseat of a car that's when it's ninety nine degrees out and everything's melting off of my face. <laughs> or like the the uh the floor of a of a closet that I had to do once way back when with no light, I actually used a flashlight on my phone as the light and a muck a pocket mirror. Like yeah. I've I, I always do what I have to do to keep the integrity of the, the theatricality of it because that's, that's like, it's what I'm proud of. It's, it's part of what I do.
1: Yeah. That's something to think about. Cause, uh, I recorded my first years ago, uh, Ron Hex at a small uh, club in Boston and I, and he did makeup and stuff. And I remember he, I was in the, he had to go to the, it was a very small bathroom with like one urinal and he's in there like, uh, you know, getting all his, his gear on it. You know, it wasn't the most glamorous thing, but it was, uh, there was no <laughs> else, nowhere else to do it. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it's rarely the most glamorous thing I should, honestly, I've, I regret that I hadn't just started documenting All of the random places I've had to put my makeup right, on
1: good, <laughs> yeah, good
0: video. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think the sidewalk outside of Dingbats was probably the worst one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like in the sun with a parasol in one hand And my like, makeup <laughs> in the other And like, oh, it was so bad
1: <laughs> You Did gotta you, do what you gotta uh, do yeah. Do you ever uh, uh, film any of uh, your trips for like behind the scenes stuff?
0: I always mean to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always mean to. I always say I'm like I'm gonna do it this time, and then I just either forget or I get so caught up with what is going on that I just like I yeah. I, I miss the moment because I'm I'm livid, you know. Like. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Plus, you're carrying around your your upright bass guitar. It's probably not. <laughs> of right. course, of course. Yeah, it takes all my energy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm 5'5, five five, so I'm not, you know, not a giant here.
0: You know um, how I feel. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, I had a good time talking to you, and I love your music.
0: Thank you so much, man. This has been really fun. Take me past those centennials.
1: These spirits
0: won't my faith. Blood off the blade to the words we pray. When a weird day. A barrier's wrong between us and the living But they are less than forgiving Everything I've ever known is here within these walls My life in the afterlife is not life at all But it's safer than breathing out
1: in the unknown
0: The graveyard is mine
1: the graveyard is my own
0: Can you see me through this nightmare? All that's loved is lost, so beware You say I should leave here, perhaps don't but I've accepted the fear of this life, Along with the ghosts I'm making the most out of company. Let's keep Everything I've ever known is here within these walls. My life in the afterlife is not like that all. But it's safer. We can entertain this romance Just for one night There's a chance for you to see I am just nobody I am just nobody I am just nobody Everything I've ever known is here within these walls My life in the afterlife is not a life at all Better safer here than breathing now. Do you need?